have squads. That's us. I'm Jeff. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. It's Dave and his good friend. Our very good friend. Who's supposed MR, to say Mr. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Mike Mr. Rizzi. Yeah, there, there he is. Hello, Mike. Thank you for Hello. joining us. Welcome, Mike. Happy to be back. Welcome to another exciting episode of the only podcast dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world, Advanced Squad Leader. Advanced Squad Leader. And on this show, we thought we would... Uh, we thought we'd talk about... Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Instead ASL. of talking about that other topic we were going to talk about. So, yeah, no, we don't need to do any banter today. We we think we're going to have a great show for you with a little of the rules uh, and uh, a, a box art uh, review, maybe, and uh, what's in the box all together. Oh. Um, oh, you know what? When I was painting that house with Dave Timonet <laughs> last show, yes. you know, you know it was just, it's been great working with Aaron. <laughs> but um, at one point, Dave Timonet comes out and, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this on the air. Okay, so this guy I'm painting the house for, <laughs> he was working inside the house, and he comes out, and he's like, oh, man, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, work on, yeah, and I, I said, man, Dave, we are just rocking it out here, <laughs> listening to music, it's a beautiful day, right, you guys, today? It was. Yeah, it was gorgeous today, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I was going toward what a different kind of work this is, and he jumped right on it before I added much more he's like man dave i'd almost switch places with you in a heartbeat you know i said yeah other than my knee hurting a little up and down the ladder different kind of work than teaching than the work jeff does then you know mike it's just different it's just there as long as i mean the worst things that can go wrong right you knock a bucket over of paint and then you're scrambling in a panic or i suppose you could have a boss who's just jerky about your paint job I but, guess you got to keep those lines straight and stuff. I don't know. There's a lot of stress there. <laughs> well, it, yeah, and this client's wonderful, but uh, just listening to rock and roll for first, we listened to a little. Um, what's that radio station in Chicago? No idea. <laughs> yes, I'm somewhat familiar with this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of radio, then listen to another station, listen to, mm -hmm. and then do a podcast, uh, and then uh, put on all my old rock and roll with Aaron. We listened to Ingrid Michelson, that's not such old rock and roll, uh, to a CD of uh, Cat Stevens, uh, actual CDs, yes. Um, they Might Be Giants, played some Super Tramp, Crisis Book Crisis. How great is that? Ours. Sounds That's pretty good. Getting yeah, paid but, the big but, money. But really, you're listening to radio? Uh, Music on the radio? No, that those were talk shows. Okay. Yes. But the I music? Like, where, where are you getting the music from? CDs. Okay. Jeff may not remember what those are. <laughs> not, yeah, the kind, like, not the bank purchases. The compact disc, I believe, is what yes. it's yeah. for. for. It's real. very compact. I brought like eight of them. Jethro Tull, stand-up. Rich Mullins, Christian artist. Great, though. Rich Mullins. The world is best, I remember. I recommend it highly. And Pete Townsend, Empty Glass. All right. 
So, show up 100% about the greatest game in the world. <laughs> and what, Mike? What's that? Did you have a comment about... Uh, oh, I did not. No. Townsend? Oh. No, thumbs up to Pete Townsend. There all right. Go. Yeah, really. Let's give him, let's all give him a big thumbs yes. up. Yeah, I haven't, I don't have any CDs anymore, Dave. I think I may have one or two left, but you I know, pretty much have gotten rid of everything. I gave you a bunch and mm -hmm. just kind of threw out the rest, I think, because I belong to the streaming services and it's everything there. And well, if I don't you ever know, want ever, any of them back, you know where huh? to go. Yeah, if you ever want to recover true. them, you that's will true. come to the Arlington Heights book sale. Yeah, right. <laughs> we have everything. That's right. I just yeah. like my CDs. Is something wrong with me? No, I'm too cheap. Too cheap to pay for a service every month. Mm. So how do you listen to a whole album on those services? You go to the, you look up the album or the artist or a song on the album, and then you, from there, you can get to the album and you play the quick play at the beginning, and it plays the whole album. Are you serious? All the albums I just mentioned? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're kidding me. Everything except for Metallica. <laughs> Let's see, Metallica, what are one of the other bands? I think The Who maybe is not on any of the streaming services. Oh, if you're serious, because of copyright or something. Well, yeah, and they, they don't want their stuff on streaming services. Okay. They don't allow it. But, um, you know. Hmm. Let me take a peek. Beatles. Beatles, Beatles is, is there. On, Beatles is yes. all over. Wow. I think The Who, Metallica, those are the two big ones. Who were we saying you didn't think was available? I don't. Metallica is definitely oh, on. Okay. But I think The Who, or uh, no, the, the The Who is definitely on the streaming service to which I. Subscribe. Okay, try uh, Led Zeppelin. They it might be Led Zeppelin. Take a look. And I don't know why that is, but. It's okay. I wasn't a big Led Zeppelin fan anyway, nor Metallica. I'm more into progressive rock. Yeah, to be this honest, Jeff, I'm right with you, as you know, I think, by now. Yeah. Although that going to California by Led Zeppelin is marvelous. Oh, the Eagles, I think, is another one. You can't oh. play. Yeah. No, Led Zeppelin was there. Okay, how oh. about the Eagles? You see? <laughs> I found a new role. Your personal... Yeah. <laughs> Our tech... For the next 20 minutes, we'll name bands and yeah. find out the <laughs> The Eagles has appeared. The Eagle has landed, shall we say. They, really? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get to some ASL then, boys. All right. It's time for... I have a question first. Yes. Yes. Because I, I don't... I'm trying to remember when I last seen Mike Rizzi out of his house. So, Mike, I'm just curious yes. during this, because I know you work from home. Have you yeah. gotten out, really, any at all since uh, over the last couple of months? Like literally leaving through the front door at all? Yeah, like, yeah. do you remember how, like how to get out? Or the back yes. window. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, where I've, do you I've, go? I've, we yes. were, you know, the, I'm all about finding out the inner life of Mike Rizzi. Should we tell him? Where do you go? What's that, I, Dave? Let's go ahead and tell them. Jeff, Mike, and I have continued to play ASL face to face. <laughs> yeah. we, we, had, we just were pretending we've been using Vassal yeah, to make it feel right. good. We had to pick a buddy, one buddy to be yeah. with, and I had to choose between you and Mike. I'm sorry, Jeff. 
Are we over as a show then? Do I have half squads and everything? No, or? I think it's great. I, I, don't <laughs> want to, I don't want to risk the infection. <laughs> My friendship's that disposable to you. <laughs> hey, well, if you want to risk it, go ahead. No, I'm kidding. Well, you haven't made the pilgrimage over here, Jeff, because if Dave has walked by to see our little, the community Bicycle. has this, yes, well, the, the community has this little, it, from the, uh, what's uh, the neighborhood app you've been talking about? Uh, yeah, uh, next door. Next yeah. door, right. My wife is on there a lot. I see Melissa's on there, yeah. Yeah, and one of the things that uh, that the community has done is, like, for the people out walking and to keep their kids entertained, you can put a little something in your window, like a stuffed animal or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So we've been every week, we've been changing out our front window with something fun, like a, a, a Minnie Mouse we had and some of my Star World, Star Wars stuff. Uh, and, uh, and we get comments from people. They, they like it. They, uh, That's nice. Including so, me. who Including I Dave, yes. Who, I texted a picture of Mike's window with like big stuffed dogs in it. Yeah, and so I I'll get I this. Said, How yeah. much is that doggy in the window, Mike? Right. So I, at random times of the day or night, I'll get this text of somebody who's standing out in my front yard taking a picture of the front yard and then texting it to me. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a little. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then I texted him pictures of me peering in his bathroom window while he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Dave, you got to knock this off now. That's right. Yes. It entertains the neighbors. Dave, you know, you're going to be really shocked the next time you come over because the house next door to us mm. is gone. The mansion. You, you sent me a picture of it being destroyed or something. Yeah. Yes, it's gone. And now there's a huge hole there and they are getting ready to. They're just putting the forms in for the concrete now. So just, uh, all, all day long, it was pounding, pounding, pounding throughout the, mm. the neighborhood. It's really something. Is this going to make your flooding worse, or the or the 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 Hallett Pond better? Yeah, the pond. We've had. Uh, I, w I went out there the other day, and there were four mallard drakes in the back pond. So, uh, I've I've talked to the builder a couple of times, and he said they've. Uh, he was happy that I sent him pictures, and he said we are working on extra drainage solutions for this big house. He said what they're doing that that big house might help our situation. Plus I've talked to the village and they said they are working on extending the sewer project, uh, new sewer lines out by my house sometime later this year, though it may not get done till next year. So people are knowledgeable, they, they know about it. We're not the only ones suffering. It's just, we have more water than most people. Uh, at least it's not coming into the basement, into the broadcast foxhole. I, I have not had to bail water oh. out of the broadcast foxhole. Though last week we got yeah. we were getting so much rain and we have a small leak, a crack in the wall. Uh, and it was raining like crazy. And Robin and I took turns every 12 minutes. We had to get up and bring water. We had shamwows on the floor and we had to squeeze those into buckets Every 12 minutes, we were emptying buckets from 6 p.m. until 6 a.m. the next morning. So that was that was fun. That was a yep. fun night. Yeah, that night water was coming up our backyard. I was mm. getting a tad worried for a moment that it might come down and get all my ASL stuff. In the yeah, have you had water in your basement? No, no, we used to when we moved in. We had some guys seal up three cracks, and they've lasted great, we think. And maybe a small in this, but anyway... 
yeah, no, mostly not a problem. But if if it, our neighbors, it comes up those driveways that it sink down into their down oh, garages. Right. Yeah, yeah. They got to put up sandbags and stuff, even regular wow. rain. So, did I tell you what happened in our basement the last time we had it? Not this last rain, but the last time we had a heavy rain. No. I I heard water. I went down the stairs and there was a puddle of water on the floor, but it wasn't seeping in from anywhere. And the sump pump was running. I could hear, you know, it had been running. And I was just standing there perplexed. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like old faithful, this geyser burst into my face. And I just, I was drenched. I was drenched. And I couldn't <laughs> figure out where it had come from. It, the sump pump had been running so much that it actually loosened the clasp that was holding, you know, binding oh. two of the pipes together. And it just yeah, it yeah. came apart. Yeah. And so it took me a few minutes to realize that was going on. I was literally standing there just as every, you know, two and a half minutes, this old faithful was erupt and I could not figure out. So that was a fun night. That's but you were able to fix it without Oh yeah, as soon as I realized what the problem was, I just attached. But it got quite a few things wet. I mean that had been going on for, you know, maybe twenty minutes. So Oh my. I haven't seen the basement. Do you keep uh, valuables down there? (laughs) He has people tied up down there. Yeah. Oh don't even start. We, as long as we keep our ASL stuff dry, or you know, we could always resort to Vassal, I guess. It's always dry on Vassal. Indeed. Now, here's our uh, new rules jingle, guys. Hmm. It's time for rules. You need the rules to play the game and put your opponents to shame. They might seem hard, but that's okay. We're going to learn them anyway. Rules. Yes. A little bit modern for us, Jeff, but we got to move into the 21st century. My it friends. sounded like the Dave Kleinschmidt singers. Was that the case? It was the two Asquad singers, Aaron Kleinschmidt being one of them. Wow. Excellent. And he wrote the whole thing. Uh, I said, hey, give us a jingle. Here's an idea. He wrote the lyrics. <laughs> Very good. They may be hard, the rules, but that's okay. We're going to learn them anyway. Yeah. So with that in mind, let's pick up. Are you guys competing tonight for cash? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Mike, do you have a bell to ring in? I I can uh, improvise. Uh, Yeah, you got a computer. Um, And you have vocal cords. Yes. Ding. Uh, That That works. That'll be quicker than Jeff digging because Jeff has to get his thoughts from the yes. brain to the fingertip through the synapses. Yeah, there is a lag there. <laughs> As I grow older, it's getting laggier and laggier. <laughs> so we believe we've left off at 9.6, yet Dave is continually thinking we did this already, but I just can't find it when I go back and look at the show. The shows we did. So we were on Machine Guns. It's been the third installment, I think, of Machine Guns. Last time being subsequent fires or something through spraying fire with um, Derek Ritter. Getting us to tank information. Vehicle targets, 9.6, boys. Very good. Teaching the process for resolution of machine gun fire versus vehicular targets is dependent on whether the vehicle target facing is armored or not. If the target facing is armored, such fire is resolved on the AP to kill table after securing a hit on the to hit table. 
Otherwise, you resolve it on the star vehicle line of the IFT table, and no hit die roll is necessary. A non-captured machine gun to hit die roll always uses the black to hit numbers regardless of nationality. When firing in his ordinance, and boy, I already forgot that. Captured always use black, not red. So what they're saying is, I remember learning this for the first time ever, uh, playing a, a guy I've only played once or twice. He used to host a little ASL stuff. Chris Walters found this guy, and I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. Um, and we were over at his house playing. It's back before I had a, I just played with individual friends. Didn't have a core group of PAASL or anything. Um, and he took his light machine gun, I believe, and shot at my armor personnel carrier. Wow. Said, that can't. They can't do anything. The guys are buttoned up. Guess what? It can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose you guys already knew this. <laughs> I take it that not only did he shoot at you, but then it hit. Uh, luckily, it bounced, but I, ah, okay. I put it into the brain. Yes. In the brain. Machine guns can kill uh, lightly armored stuff. I was like mind blown. Like, wow, oh, that's what that MG kill number is on that chart. <laughs> so anyway, then quiz show. 9.61. Don't be peeking ahead. Armor fighting vehicle kill. May a machine gun attack destroy a poorly armored vehicle. Ding. <laughs> Answer is who was first? Mike. I think Mike. Yes. Yes, I guess I just explained that. <laughs> How about this one? Can that machine gun be part of a fire group? Oh, that's the bell. I don't know. <laughs> Mike, for the steal. Uh, I will say yes. No. <laughs> no, that machine gun has to fire independently. Independently, at, yes. In, at the armor fighting vehicle. You can't put it in with, you guys knew that. <laughs> I just wanted to answer first. Right. I don't care about getting it right. I just wanted to first. I didn't want to make Jeff look bad. So <laughs> Yeah. That's pretty hard to do. All right. How about this? Must such an attack that we just described, a machine gun firing by itself, must such an attack be made within normal range of the machine gun? Hmm. Ding. Yes, Mike. Yes, yes. You are correct. Mike is correct. Yes, normal so range. So what happens if it's out of range? If, no. if it's long range? Okay. Huh? Too okay. far away. I don't know. Do the machine gun bullets lose velocity or something? They just fall. Know. They fall into the ground. <laughs> Can that attack be made with any form of half firepower penalty? Ding. Mike? No. You are correct, sir. Can't be, uh, what would be half? Uh, nah, intensifier. Intensifier, yeah. Teaching moment. It uses the to hit table, using the vehicle target tape, obviously, and the AP to kill table. It, the machine guns have a pre-designated, oh, they have to pre-designate the shot as an armor-finding vehicle to kill attack versus a specific armor-finding vehicle. So you can't just 
yell, I'm firing the machine gun at the vehicle. Roll quick and then see if you got good enough to get, well, the vehicle or on the kill if it could penetrate the armor. If it hit an unarmored target facing, you go on that star vehicle line instead of the AP to kill because, you know, some vehicles have unarmored sides. So, quiz show. What happens if the resulting to kill die roll is less than the final to kill number for that target facing? On the two kill? Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Jeff? I'm, I've got the cursor on my computer, and it's like poking the arrow right up your nose <laughs> on the video. Jeff, you've taken, wait, you've taken over control of my computer with that program you let me look. <laughs> You are looking at my sheets. I am. I'm. I'm poking you in the nose. Can you feel it? I can. Stop okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't get those kind of responses on any other show. Okay. Sorry. So, what happens when you roll less than the kill number? Everybody. You kill the tank. There you go. And. What if it is less than or equal to half of that to kill number? You burn that tank. You burn that tank, baby. And if the die roll to kill die roll equals the final to kill number. Machine gun shooting at a vehicle, armored vehicle, equal the kill number. Possible shock? It's close. Immobilized? Starts with an S, S-T-U-N. Stun. Starts, ah. with a, starts with a stun. Stunned? Yes! Jeff got the point. <laughs> Even if it's buttoned up, that's rule T5.34. Man, I got a lot of good energy tonight. This is great painting yes. houses all day and not teaching kids all day. My brain is much better off. Although my back hurts a bit and my knee. Now, you guys can see rule C 3.8 for multiple hits and rule C 3.9 for the location of hits and rule D 3.54 for vehicular machine gun fire versus an armed fire vehicle for related information that I am too lazy to put into this quiz show. I think there's a spooky chart for this. You are, I'm sure you are sure. correct. Now, teaching moment. 9.611 effect versus personnel a machine gun making a normal ift attack has no effect versus armor other than the effect on any vulnerable passengers riders crew however a machine gun attack to kill can also affect those passengers riders crew collaterally did you know that? Yes. Oh, sorry. Is that the was... answer? Is that an answer? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then rule nine points. You know, I don't. How often do you shoot at an armored fighting vehicle? Okay, I don't want to get too complicated here, but so the well, this is this whole podcast is about advanced squad later, so <laughs> it's too late to not get too complicated. So, so you shoot at an armored personnel carrier. Well, it's rule D point eight. Go, 
go read it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> 9.7. Support weapon malfunction whenever support weapon fires. There is a chance, of course, it will jam or run out of ammunition. Now, I think we have moved from targeting a vehicle with a machine gun to the malfunction rules. So everybody knows these. Question. What is the inherent B number of a support weapon that does not have a breakdown number printed on its counter? 12. Yes, 12 is correct. What ha- so whenever you roll with boxcars, you the weapon breaks. What happens whenever a support weapon participates in an attack in which the original infantry fighter table resolution die roll or to hit die roll in the case of an ordnance weapon is greater than or equal to that support weapon's B number? Ding. Mike? It breaks down. It does. It breaks. And what what happens if the support weapon has an X number? It is X's. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Which means what, Mike? What what does what mean? X. X. Eliminated. It is permanently malfunctioned and is removed, eliminated from the game. You have, to, you have to throw out that counter. So, next question, gentlemen. Is the attack which caused the breakdown uh, still resolved? Ding. Mike? Yes, but not including the malfunctioned weapon. Uh, no. No? Your answer, yes, is correct. But it includes the support weapon that just shot. Yes, it does. But no subsequent fire is allowed from that support weapon until it's been repaired. It's probably what you were thinking about. The exception to all this is a demolition charge, which isn't really part of our rule segment tonight. Because that's just a dud. Um, A white X. I'm just teaching now. A white X is superimposed over the nationality color of the malfunction side of a support weapon and gun as a reminder that its malfunction is subject to repair. So a support weapon and gun without this white X on its reverse side cannot be repaired and requires the placement of a special malfunction counter. Sorry, folks. Rule 9.71. Multiple support weapon malfunction. What happens... When a fire group containing two or more support weapons rolls its B number greater than or equal to when shooting. Ding. Yes, Mike. You roll random selection amongst said weapons. That is close. Random selection is used to determine the ones affected, not said weapons. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Mike. I can't believe you said that. (laughs) Said weapons. This rule also applies to multiple machine guns and overrun attacks by the same AFV. What does that mean? So if I'm overrunning you... Oh, so we overrun... 
yeah, you've got you know your main gun and then any of the contributing machine guns on a tank. You'll roll amongst the three of them, or more or less. Oh yeah, to see which one see what broke breaks down yeah. on the overrun. I would probably forget that if that happened in a game I was playing. Uh, I would probably just think no effect on the overrun. All right, Jeff. I like I like the word amongst. Did I say amongst or did Mike? Mike did. That's amongst. one of my words. I like yeah. that too. Amongst. It just helps him get the questions wrong though when he uses that kind of language. <laughs> 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 now, I'm... a example. Oh, here's an example. A fire group contains a German heavy machine gun using sustained fire. What? Okay. Oh, this rule also applies to machine gun and overrun attacks by the same vehicle. Yeah, as Mike said. Okay. Uh, anyway, a machine, a, a fire group has a German heavy using sustained fire, thus a B number of ten and an X number of twelve. <clears throat> it gets worse when you're using sustained fire. That's rule A. Eleven, and a an light machine gun is firing normally. Breakdown number twelve. The original. IFT die roll is a 10 or 11. The heavy automatically malfunctions. Mm -hmm. I guess because the light only needed a 12, right? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. However, if the IFT die roll is a 12, either the LMG malfunctions or the heavy is removed or both because how do you get both when you do random selection? Ding. Yes, Mike? On ties. Correct. So if you roll a six for the light and a six for the heavy, they both go. Now, rule 9.72. Support weapon gun repair. How many repair attempts may a good order unit attempt? Mm. Once. Yeah, yes. Once. Once. How many repair attempts may a good order unit attempt? Two. Why, no. Jeff? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, right. well, yes. Okay. Because it could fire two, two weapons, yes. during a phase. Yes. Yes. Once per weapon. Yeah. So if it's a half squad, it can only fire one, once. right? Yep. But it's yep. once per weapon. Yes. So how do you repair a support weapon? Oh, <laughs> I have this answer that's three sentences long. <laughs> Ding. Okay, both of you tell me. How do I repair a support weapon? The whole process? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you roll a die based on the reverse side of the counter. It With leader? The... <clears throat> With leader modifier? No. Oh, correct. And if the? If the number is equal to the or less than the repair number, then the weapon is repaired. However, if it is equal to the, uh, the, oh, X, the number. X number, is, yeah. is it X number on the backside too? Is yeah, it's an X number. Uh, then it is eliminated permanently. Excellent. That reads just about like I wrote it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> What the heck was I thinking? Hey, how about this question? May a captured support weapon or gun be repaired? No. 
correct, Mike, because we just looked that up. Remember? Yeah, right. <laughs> Unless uh. it's re recaptured by its original side. Now, who can attempt to repair a gun, not a support weapon? Just a ding. Yes, Jeff. Yes. A crew. You are correct, Jeff. Has to be a crew, huh? Can't be yeah. a squad that has uh, taken. Okay. No. May a gun be repaired while it's hooked up? And if you hooked it up with another gun and they like each other, maybe they'd like to get married someday. I never bought that expansion. <laughs> so, may a gun be repaired while hooked up? Oh, oh. You know, I don't really go for those same caliber marriages. <laughs> you know what's funny? I just made it the same joke that I actually wrote out in the answer. <laughs> Look what I wrote. It says, no. And if you're hooking up with a gun, you're a real sicko pervert. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just made the same joke twice. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, no. 9.73. Support weapon self-destruction. Yes. When it's a, can it's a support weapon on drugs? <laughs> Hate that. Yes. And this is your brain on drugs. Yeah. When can a support weapon, gun, or vehicle weapon be destroyed or deliberately malfunctioned? Oh, when? When? Ah. When do you do this? Uh, during any fire phase, I believe. Ding. You are... Yes, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, during any fire phase. You are correct, kinda. Prep. Uh or defensive fire in which you could still fire it, of course. Yeah. Right. Not advancing fire. Right. Oh, not advancing not fire. Advancing. Okay. Okay. And if you huh. want to get technical, go look at rule 8.4 for defensive fire. Yeah, I don't, want to, I don't want to get technical. No. no. Just, you know, just skip it. Just say it. Yeah. Who can destroy it? Godzilla! Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer to everything. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, of course. Who can destroy it? it. Uh, can destroy the, it. The possessor. Uh, yes, the possessor. Yes. How many can be destroyed in a phase? We just did this. Well, it's yeah. the same as repair, right? Right. We just yeah. Oh, you're right. Just, yeah. Okay. Technically, it's different. Um. Such destruction does count as use of a support weapon, kids. And rule 9.74. Random support weapon gun destruction. Teaching. When a final KIA results on the IFT. Exception. To determine the gun destruction due to ordinance bond DCOBA. See rule C11.4. Otherwise, when a final KIA results on IFT, make a die roll on the same column of the IFT chart for each support weapon gun possessed by the units that were eliminated. Mike, we just did that one too, yeah, right? we did. That's right. So, with that in mind, can indirect fire and overrun attacks also destroy unpossessed weapons in the target X? Yes. That is correct. What modifier applies to the support weapon destruction die roll if the KIA was due to a fully tracked AFV overrun? 
I believe it is minus one. You are correct. Because I was looking at that when I was... Wasn't I just overrunning you, Mike, up on that hill? By the uh, Back in the, in the Hungarian game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you are doing this overrun with a vehicle and the final die roll is a KIA, what happens to the gun or support weapon? It is destroyed. Correct. And if it's a K, what happens? It is mouthed. Correct. Or eliminated if it's already mouthed or has an X number. So teaching you an overrunning fully tracked AFV, which ends its movement phase in a target location, may check for random support weapon destruction of unlimbered <laughs> guns and abandoned, making it shorter, guns and abandoned weapons, even if the overrun didn't get a KIA, unless the weapon is in an entrenchment. So is this the idea that you're kind of grinding your tank around? Right. I think to so. kill. So, may question a fully tracked may may a fully tracked armor fighting vehicle make an overrun attack versus a location devoid of enemy personnel to just try and crush the gun? Yes, that is correct, Jeff, but not in an entrenchment. Obviously, must it pay normal overrun cost to do this? Yes, that is correct. Are there rules for random support weapon gun destruction occurring in close combat in this section of the rules? Not in this section of the rules. No. See 11.13 for those. Yeah, okay. All right. That gets us up to our last section, guys. The yeah. last section. I think so. 9.8. I'm sure I wouldn't have stopped unless it was done. Or maybe I better double check that. <laughs> A dismantled support weapon. Any light mortar of greater than or equal to four portage points. And a 76 to 82 millimeter mortar. Or a non-Russian heavy machine gun, medium machine gun may have its portage points halved if in a dismantled state. Is that correct? Any light mortar? Greater than equal to four. Sure. And support, uh, the 81 millimeter mortars, yeah, they can be dismantled, right? Yes. Or non-Russian heavies, right. You cannot dismantle the Russian yeah. heavies immediately. All oh, those things are such a bear. How did the Russians ever win anything with those weapons? They had lots of guys. <laughs> Pick it up and roll it on those yeah. wheels. Yeah. Once I was at a carnival and they had these old Russian uh, machine guns on the ones on the wheels and they had them on a track like a downhill and you could ride them. Really? Yeah. You just paid a buck and ride them. And it was little races. And if you won, you won a, one of those stuffed animals. It must have been a big industry carnival shipping over Russian yeah. guns. Too. Yeah, after the war. Yeah. yeah, what are we going to do with all these? Huh? There's a carnival in Wisconsin. Um, what is a dismantled weapon counter replaced with? <laughs> what is a dismantled 
weapon counter weapon replacement. Counter replacement. I'll let Jeff take this one because it has to be the exact wording. An, as, an assembled weapons counter? Uh, the appropriate disassembled counter. <laughs> oh, I see. When you're so, disassembling it, yeah, what do you replace my, the counter with? Yeah, in my early games, I used to dismantle like the 50 millimeter mortar, and then I would try to put in an 81 millimeter mortar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And I would claim that my guys like found a big tube or they yeah. made extra parts. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys is handy. Yeah. This guy used to work in the weapons production facilities. He found a stovepipe and he's using <laughs> that instead. Yeah. So. There's got to be a dictionary of ASLisms, right? Where the opposite of dismantle is mantle. Got to mantle Got that. Mantle. Yes, indeed. Um, what? Oh, a, a weapon may be converted to an appropriate dismantled support weapon counter and vice versa by the unit possessing it when? During what phases? When do you dismantle or mantle? Uh, rally phase? No. No. Movement phase. <laughs> no. In the fire phase, the appropriate fire phase. Yes, that's the two, the usual two. Prep or defensive. Correct. May the weapon have already fired oh, in the phase? Uh, no. Okay. May the w weapon already have fired in that phase? Why no? Of course not. Too hot Does... Unless it's a transformer, in which case. Yes. Does such conversion count as use of that support weapon? Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Yep. You already used, can't shoot it too then. A unit may, teaching, uh, assemble or disassemble only as many weapons as it could fire, as we've already said. Now, the 76 to 82 mortars can be portaged by infantry in the dismantled state at a cost of five portage points apiece. So, you see, these come on that larger counter, right? What's that called? The five-tenths? Five-eighths. Five-eighths. Yeah, not the little counters. And, therefore, you would think, oh, this can't be dismantled. I can't dismantle my Yog Panther, you know? Um, so, it can. Now... So uh, I have a question. Yeah. I've had my hand up, by the way, Dave. Apparently your videos. videos no, I've had my hand up for like 15 minutes. Just All of the blood has gone out of my arm. I'm sorry. I switched screens to just my notes. I may have to just, I'm going to take my arm off and just. No. It, it's oh. no longer useful. What kind of a teacher are you? I would feel horrible. So if during, uh, uh, if a squad or a crew destroys a gun or dismantles it or assembles it that's considered use of the weapon Correct. so do they get do they get marked with the appropriate counter for that phase whether it's defensive fire or prep fire yes but they can also fire their rifles they can a, okay a squad can yeah a squad okay right this they is why still i still fire okay yes i have 10 guys I don't know, three of them are assembling the machine gun medium so I can fire the rest of my rifles. At, so you can shoot and assemble it. What if it's a half squad? Yeah, that's the problem. I noticed a couple of my friends were using half squads carrying light machine guns. Yeah. Like, Can't fire both of those at once. Because half squad, say it's five guys, 
if three of them are assembling the weapon, there's not enough firepower left to get a yeah. shot. Okay. So, yeah, but tactics. I know one of the listeners wanted more tactics. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, ASL 101, put, put your support weapons with a full squad so they can use their own firepower and the support weapon. May a weapon start the scenario dismantled at your option? I would say yes. That is correct. Now, if it's listed on your OB as dismantled, can it start assembled or mantled? I would think no. That's correct. Yeah. So it's not the same. So it may show it as mantled. You can always dismantle it. It may show it as dismantled. You got to start that way. May a malfunctioning weapon be repaired while it is dismantled. Yes. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's a fun one, isn't it? I would think no, but yeah, so you got this mouthed weapon and it's taken apart. You can still fix the darn thing, I guess. It says so. <clears throat> if you're, you have a captured weapon, may the captor assemble or disassemble it as if it were his own. Yeah, hard one. I'm going to say uh, yes. You are correct, Jeff. There you but go. you didn't ring in, so you don't you get can't, the can't repair it like it's his own, but he couldn't assemble it. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. I think I would always get that confused in my head. Are there any penalties to that? He's got to send me five bucks. <laughs> if you ever do it, you got to send Jeff five bucks. So, no, I don't think there's a penalty for assembling. No, I don't know. No, no, even captured. No. Um, can an elephant assemble a captured weapon? It's a hard one. <laughs> Jeff? If he's carrying it in his trunk, I think he can. Yes, that's the only yeah. way. Yeah. And you have to specify where the elephant is carrying the weapon in, in the, the trunk pre in the previous turn, or else you can't just say, Oh, it's in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to be that special British India elephant with the training. Yeah. Yes. yes. Boy, now I want to play minute, my miniature war games, the 15 millimeter Indian army. I have like eight of the coolest painted elephants. So cool. I've never seen those. No, I, we don't play that. I swear when we get back together, we're going to play those ancient battles. It's yes. it's just a little more boring because, you know, you move giant big units and um, it seems to be less maneuver, especially like a Viking infantry army against a Anglo-Saxon infantry army and <clears throat> without all the cool stuff. But you, we got to do it. Some do of it. us find that interesting. Well, good. Yeah, because you still yeah. got a little bit of, you know, when something starts to break, you exploit it. Yes. But And then often once that happens, the game's kind of over, but it's fun to play it out. Um, so, last stuff. Uh, I'll just tell you, a mortar or a machine gun removed or scrounged from a vehicle wreck is always removed DM if possible. And a DM support weapon may not be fired until dis reassembled. Dismantled. There's an exception to that. Yeah. 
dismantled support weapons cannot shoot except a certain nationality counter, and it has a firepower on the dismantled counter. Anyone remember what that is? Are you referring to the German light? We are. Medium. The, the German heavy and medium may fire as a light machine gun. Yes. Yes, because I just used those two, Mike, in our game. Um, by Bounding Fire Productions, OS2, The Wolf's Howl. And Jeff, where would I want to buy my ASL products? If I were you, did you ding I, in? I'm not. I just wish. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy from Ritter Creek. Yeah. RitterCreek.com, the best spot on the web for buying ASL stuff. It's all there, and it's free shipping inside the 48 United States. It's 48 states right now. There might be more. There might be fewer, just depending on how things go. There, there might be half after the next election. Yeah, it's possible. Go to RitterCreek.com. Just spend the afternoon. Make some tea. Put your feet up. Go to Ritter Creek. Enjoy browsing around. Order a bunch of stuff. Don't just order one thing. Order a bunch of stuff, and he will send you quickly and with love. And he puts he wears a mask and uh, while he's packing your stuff, so you know it's safe when you get it. <laughs> well, folks, uh, the last comment here is: Should a DM? It doesn't look like I put it as a question, but it starts with the, term, the word "should." Oh, maybe I didn't finish the rules. Should a DM German heavy? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, this is funny. Why don't they say when they ASL use the rule? Should a DM HMG MG malfunction while it's firing as a light machine gun? It is marked with a machine gun malfunction counter until repaired or removed. Ta-da! Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Yep, it would. <laughs> so should it malfunction? <clears throat> oh, I see. Yeah. When it malfunctions, yeah, it is marked with it. In my case, yes. When it's not if. Who said should? People like Mike Rizzi. <laughs> People that speak correctly. All right, guys, we finished the machine gun rules. I don't know what's <laughs> next. We got a list. Terrain time's kind of sort of caught up. Uh, you know, there's always going to be a few more to do, so we'll see what's up after that. Excellent. Jeff, do we have time for opening a product? I have no idea where we're at. We are at 51 minutes. No way. Yeah, way. Yeah. No way. Yes. Wow, that's a teaching episode, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, how about we just do box art review of the latest Onslaught to Orsha? artwork to fill out the hour and then next show we'll open up with uh, breaking this puppy open all right that sounds good very good i uh let me see if i can come up with the music quickly box art review is onslaught to orsha 2 artwork all computer generated gentlemen do you think 
it does have that look. It does have that look. Mike, what what do you think? Do you want to get us started on this? Well, the uh, the first thing I see, of course, is the German soldier who is modeled on one of the famous pictures uh, from the the Battle of the Bulge of the that series of German soldier uh, pictures that is used quite frequently in many ASL products. Yes, he's looking over his shoulder. He's he's beckoning us forth. Oh, I thought he was raising his hand to, to be excused to go to the lavatory. Why is his Panzerfaust white? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. This is the original artwork that uh, came with the original from Heat of Battle, from what I can tell. Yes, I'm just, I was comparing the picture to the original photograph, and uh, in the original, he's holding a machine gun of sorts, I think. And in this one, it's been replaced by a PF. Oh, who, who, who made the artwork then, Mr. Rizzi? This, can this be seen somewhere? <laughs> That's what, oh, I thought you said the original. Oh no, the original photograph. The that the that the the image of the soldier ah. is based on a, an original photograph. Yes, I understand what you're saying. So we have a image of Russian tanks, T-34s. One of the flamethrowing kinds. That fire looks pretty nice to me, boys. That is lovely. Brilliant. And there's some wire out in front and the... Um, what do you call that's in front of the tank going over the wire? Uh, what do they call that? Yeah, right. yeah I was going to say Thrasher, but I'm not sure. That might be it. Yeah, it's rolling over the wire. And why is that other tank firing up so high in the air? The second tank in. Well, it's, it's still kind of a quiz. not trying to shoot that plane down. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what is there, a big hill up there? Possibly. I don't, see, shot. I don't see a lot of hills on the Onslaught to Orsher Borer, which... I, Online, which I haven't seen yet, because we're going to look at it next show. Maybe the uh, the the uh, barrel has to raise that high to use the flamethrower. Oh, uh, well, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Might be a mechanical issue. Yes, we do see this. It's like a shifty German soldier. Let's look at his eyes. They're rather shifty, aren't they? He's kind of luring us into overwhelming odds and to our death. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he's the one holding the Panzerfaust, so I don't know why he wants us to come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you go on. Go on. Yeah. We'll stay he... here. You <laughs> Just, yeah, he does have that rare, the rare white Panzerfaust, rarely seen in the wild. <laughs> it's an albino version. Yeah. You know, they they did have a, a a bear that was white. Was it a bear recently in the news? When it wasn't albino, it was just the actual, like, this 
white bird beast. Um, highly unusual. <laughs> and we see a stuka coming down. Have you ever seen that kind of paint uh, uh, arrangement on a stuka? It's dive bombing. I can't say I have. I, I have not either. Yeah. I, I think he's alluding to the flying circus of World War One fame in this picture to give this painting a bit of a historical um, context or, well, illusion, an illusion to history. Because the uh, Red Baron's Flying Circus, of course, they painted up their planes very brightly in World War One. Partly, when the enemy saw them coming, they would know who it was coming to get them. One of the most famed units of the war. So it's probable that this Stuka pilot is one of the most famous Stuka pilots who painted up his plane in loud colors or he was just a loud, flamboyant personality and didn't last long during the war. Well, the way he's pointed, I would say it's probably too late for him to pull up. Maybe this is... <laughs> he's pretty his, close to the ground. His swan song. Yeah, if he's got any sort of velocity going, then he is not going to make that. Uh... But maybe he's kamikaze Could to the T-34 there, the second one back. I believe there were a few Russian kamikaze attacks in World War II with airplanes. Really? Um, yeah, I, I, I was pretty. Well, I had to go get the book. It was in that um, uh, Fall of Berlin book, I think, Jeff. So maybe mm. the Germans. But it was either one of the two bigger nationalities. And I was like, oh, a couple people. You know, of course, the war's yeah. huge and yeah. all kinds of people in it. Yeah. Uh, actually, just tried flying right into somebody. Um, so in terms of artistic style it's similar to what you would got get from like Hanna-Barbera it's sort of a Flint, <laughs> Flintstones uh, Yogi Bear Augie Doggy Doggy Daddy sort of look to it <laughs> in my opinion yeah I, I hate to be too the Hanna-Barbera school of, of uh, art like the camo jacket it's just too fuzzy or is, is that me having the guinness have an effect did you spill some on the, <laughs> on the picture <laughs> look how crisp the yeah i don't know i don't think i'm a fan no offense to the artist we don't know who you are you're not buying it for the for the art you're no you're not for the great game contained therein but if you judge a book by its cover, you would not buy this. And this is rather, I mean, this came out a while back, right? I mean, this true. is from, not from yeah. the modern era. Well, that's true. It is a reprint. So I think. And I will say think. also, just because I'm critical doesn't mean I know anything. And I am not volunteering <laughs> to participate in creating any of this stuff because I have no talent myself. I will. just want to be that. I sent you both links via email really quickly of the original photograph that the soldier is based upon. Oh. Ah, okay. Yes, I'm looking at this picture. This is a uh, this photograph. Very good photograph. You should just redo all... You should set... There's your business, Dave. Just redo all the box art for every module. <laughs> and then just, just sell boxes with the Dave Kleinschmidt original art. That's a great idea. It'll have to wait till next time. All right. Well, I think that's uh, going to be a show. That's a whole show. Yeah.
about that. That was all ASL, except for the parts that weren't. And we greatly appreciate everybody listening as usual. And we hope you'll be with us next time when we come back and talk more ASL. Indeed. We've got a lot more to talk about. We're going to break into that onslaught to Orsha too. Yeah. Wow. So, components. any parting, parting uh, comments, anybody? No, sir. I just hope that uh, people tune in to uh, follow along. Yeah. With our game. Yeah. And keep your distance and uh, go get your blood pressure checked. There, that's right. our public service announcement. Thanks, everybody. Remember to roll low and, and rally well. But, but not, not, not when, when you're playing, playing Mike. Well, yes. Dave's been rolling the low, so I He's, can't, you know, I can't, I can't endorse that with Dave right now. So. You had Are a you, nice tear on your mortar, though, that we I put on Twitter. Well, yes, but oh, I saw that. What yeah. was the outcome? Nothing. It only matters if something <laughs> yeah. happens. <laughs> I know, isn't that frustrating? Yeah. You yeah. like this eight tear on the thing, and then yeah. No effect. No effect. No effect. No, yeah. it caused a sniper that killed the crew that was shooting. Oh, terrific! Yeah. Oh, it. Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, bye-bye, everybody. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye-bye.